Welcome to Sully Says, Musings on Sales and Life. I'm your host, Rick Sully, and I've spent the past 25 years in the greatest profession in the world, sales. And the number one goal on my podcast is to teach you everything I've learned. I give you the tips, tools, and techniques necessary to excel in sales, network marketing, and most importantly, in life. So listen, learn, and enjoy the journey. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to my sixth Facebook Live. It is truly uh, humbling for me to think about the fact that I am now in my sixth event. But uh, tonight was unique because it was my uh, first official request. You know, I sort of feel like Carson Daly from the old days of TRL, which is Total Request Live for some of my older viewers and or younger viewers. But uh, in any event, today's request comes from my my good friend and huge supporter of my purpose, uh, Bill Turner. One of the things I love best about this new phase of my life is the seemingly infinite number of topics to discuss. You know, as a matter of fact, my biggest challenge is choosing my next topic, which is why I was thrilled when BT, as we affectionately call him, offered his input. You know, going forward, I encourage all of you to share your feedback, suggestions, topic ideas. I'm an open book. I'm very interested to hear what you have to say. So this week, we're going to dig into time management, which is certainly a hot topic and especially timely as we settle into 2017. Now, when it comes to time management, there are so many moving parts uh, and even more ideas on how to do it effectively. So at the outset, I feel it's important that we identify the key components of time management. Once we establish these baselines, we must also acknowledge the countless barriers to effective time management. Then finally, I'll lay out some very specific strategies for significantly improving your ability to manage your time effectively, both personally and professionally. As a result, you should see a significant reduction in your stress and anxiety, which will positively impact your quality of life. So, in 1964, which was 53 years ago, Mick Jagger and the Rolling Stones wrote the song, Time is on My Side. Let that sink in for a second. 53 years ago, Time is on My Side. Now, don't worry, I'm not going to sing for you, at least not in this episode, but I'm not ruling it out for future episodes. But in reality, it seldom, if ever, seems like time is on your side. Does it? As a matter of fact, demands on your time are greater than ever. But it's the explosion of time suckers that are the biggest issue. Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Netflix. I think you're starting to get the point. Now, while the Internet is a remarkable invention, you know, golf clap for Al Gore, it's also responsible for soaking up hours and hours of our time. As a matter of fact, it's impossible to truly gauge the amount of time that any of us spend on the Internet during any given week. And yes, in case you're asking yourself, I do appreciate the irony of the fact that I'm speaking to you on one of these very mediums, but let's not focus on that for right now. Now, I, I would sit here and say it wouldn't be fair for us to pin all of the blame and all of our time challenges on the Internet. As Americans are working longer hours than ever before, uh, kids are playing or doing way more sports and activities than they have in previous uh, generations. Their practices and their games five to six days a week, and the season seemingly goes on year-round. And then you factor in things such as church, 
cooking, cleaning, exercise, fun, and of course sleep, that 168 hours evaporates pretty quickly. So it begs the question, how do we effectively manage our time, get done what needs to be done, while still accounting for family and fun time, yet somehow keeping our stress in check? Well, here are seven tips to help guide you on your journey to being a more effective and happier you. Number one, and you've heard this countless times from me, so it should start to sink in now. You must have a clearly defined purpose. Furthermore, you must also have very specific and measurable goals. These need to be both short and long term. And you need to figure out where you're going before you determine how you plan on getting there. Now, for those of you who are regular watchers and have an interest in setting short and long-term goals, I am going to do a future talk about this topic because I am a huge believer in the importance of setting goals. Number two is prioritize. I highly recommend reading or listening to Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. He suggests making a daily task list based on the following quadrants. Now, keep in mind this comment by President Dwight Eisenhower as you listen to this, uh, these next few comments. Eisenhower's quote was simply, what is important is seldom urgent, and what is urgent is seldom important. Now in Quadrant Run, he defines it important and urgent. These must be done right away, even if they are unpleasant. These often include crises, uh, problems, deadlines. You know, I, I, I hearken back to the words of Mark Twain when he quipped, if you eat a live frog first thing in the morning, Nothing worse will happen to you the rest of the day. Now, it definitely brings a smile to your face, but in other words, do your, your biggest and your most unpleasant task first, and everything else the rest of the day is going to seem pretty easy. Now, quadrant two is important, but not urgent. Now, this is a little trickier because these often appear important, but they aren't usually, such as relationship building, maybe a client meeting or lunch, uh, planning, and prevention activities as well. Quadrant three not important, but urgent. These could be interruptions, uh, such as some phone calls, some emails or texts, even occasional meetings that pop up that aren't really important, but you need to be there, and uh, certain activities we engage in as well. And finally, quadrant four, not urgent, not important. This is where ideally we should spend the least amount of our time, but unfortunately, in our society, with all the distractions I mentioned earlier, this is where most of our time is spent. And this is the single biggest reason why we don't have time to complete the other tasks and our stress levels are through the roof. Number three, it's okay to say no. You're only one person. You truly cannot do everything. Even if it's something you want to do, sometimes saying no may be the right and prudent thing to do. Plan your work and work your plan. Those of you who have worked alongside me or have had the privilege, for lack of a better word, of working for me, have heard me say this dozens of times. I'm a big believer in this philosophy. But more importantly, I believe that it's, it's necessary to find the best time of your day to plan for the next day. So follow my line of thinking here. I've narrowed it down to three specific areas. Number one, a lot of people favor is before you leave your office at the end of the day, you sit down at your desk and you plan your tasks for the next day. Obviously prioritizing the most important unpleasant tasks first, as we mentioned earlier. Second option, a lot of people like to do this before you go to bed at night. 
You sit down maybe at the kitchen or at your desk and you list all the things you need to do for the last day. My personal favorite and what I highly recommend for those of you who uh, like to get up and attack the day with some zest is do it first thing in the morning before the kids are up, uh, before the distractions and the chaos of the day starts. Grab your coffee, sit down and list what you're going to accomplish that day. I started doing it years ago and it's made me a much more effective person. Five, eliminate distractions, especially self-induced ones. Turn off your phone or put it on silent. Uh, stay off the internet. Turn the music off. These are the types of things that are going to, uh, you know, you're returning, you start getting into a text back and forth with your friends. Next thing you know, that task you were hoping to get done didn't get done, and now you have to run off to a meeting or another activity. So do yourself a favor and eliminate these distractions. Number six, delegate or ask for help. You know, ask your colleagues at work, your spouse at home, your friends, and especially the kids. Put the kids to work around the house. It's not a free ride. You know, get these guys help and make their own bed. Put the dishes away. These are time suckers as well, and they eat up a lot of your free time where you could be doing more family-oriented times. So ask for their help as well. Lastly, and this is going to seem counterintuitive, but because all these things I'm going to mention eat up more of your time, but if you do them, you're going to find a lot of positive benefits. These include exercise, uh, walking, uh, meditating, eating properly, moderating your alcohol intake, because all of these things are going to help create a healthy body and a healthy mind. And it's going to make you more efficient, more focused, and more productive. So while they may take up some of your time on the front end, they're going to make you more efficient on the back end. So it's a win-win. So all of these tips are applicable to work and also at home. And I think these are particularly important for the stay-at-homers because they are pulled in so many different directions and face a myriad of distractions around the house throughout their day. These steps are also designed to help you live a more productive, healthier, and happier life. In the meantime, you should see an immediate reduction in your stress level. If you do nothing else besides planning your day the day before, you will see an immediate reduction in your stress level because you know exactly what items you need to attack the next day. Now, I realize many of these changes are going to be challenging, and they will certainly take some time, but I encourage you to persevere because when the dust settles, you will see improvements in every area of your life, and ultimately, you will become a better version of yourself. Now, I encourage you, as always, to leave your comments, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and I always ask you to click share so your friends can find the light at the end of their respective tunnels. Thank you very much for your time. And remember, today is a new day. Thanks so much for listening to the Sully Says Podcast. If we made a connection today, I'd love to hear from you. You can reach me via my website, ricksully.com, or via email at rick at ricksully.com. I'm available for sales training, personal development coaching, and motivational speaking, with a focus on how being a childhood bullying victim taught me to find my character, passion, and purpose. I hope to hear from you soon, and please make it a great day. Oh, 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 oh,